it's always about, okay, where are you at? Where do you need to go? Who do you know? What do you know? And where can we off fill those gaps and those lessons learned and all of that experience that has taught us like do this to get there faster because I can see you spinning your wheels for two years if you're trying this B2C model versus just set up a good pilot and do a B2B model to scale. Like there's things like that that are just so quick that enable founders to see the path forward. Welcome to the Startups Transform podcast. I'm Patrick McGuire, your host, board member and advisor at Altitude Accelerator, where we help startups scale to new heights. We chat with phenomenal tech business leaders who've climbed their way to success within their industry. Our guests delve deep into the lessons they've learned along the way so that you can get a head start on your next big idea. Hey friends, I'm Patrick McGuire with Altitude Accelerator Startups Transformed. Today, I got to tell you, I'm pretty excited. I mean, today, the day that we're recording this is actually the kickoff to a pretty cool month. And we're releasing this on a very special day. You're going to figure it out by the time we're done talking why this was the perfect conversation to have with probably what I would say is the perfect lady in this conversation the day this podcast comes out. You'll figure it out. Don't worry. As we go, you're going to get hints all over the place. You're going to hear stuff. You're going to figure this one out. But I got to tell you right now, I'm going to lead in. I'm going to tell you things about my guest. I'm honored. I'm pleased. I'm happy. Danielle Graham actually has a massive amount of experience in the startup and venture capital space, the ecosystem, if I will. Um, I'll just list a few so we all get a good idea of what Danielle's been doing, what she's still doing, and what she loves to do. You'll find she's as passionate about her space in the startup ecosystem as I am in mine. I love what Danielle's doing. So Danielle's been, uh, well, she is with Archangel Network of Funds. She's a venture partner, Venture Lab. She's been there with uh, the Venture Growth Advisor and Capital Investment Program, DISC. Not the DISC, they might be thinking personalities because I know you all think I'm crazy, but the Diversity and Inclusion Small Council. She was a co-founder and leadership committee member, part of the Golden Triangle Angel, sorry, Golden Triangle Angel Network board member. Look, she's also been with Sandpaper Ventures, Dreammaker Ventures, Ontario Center of Excellence, OCE, Communitech, Deloitte, and more. I mean, people joke that I do a lot and I've done a lot. But this girl is heavily, heavily experienced and invested, personally invested time and effort in finances in startups, specifically in the venture capital for success. So first of all, Danielle, a really big, big thank you for joining me today on Startups Transformed and Altitude Accelerator podcast. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Uh, you know, I'm very uh, honored and I just love the way you introduced me. I need to I need to capture that and, and tell people more about myself because for the most part, I'm just like, yeah, I do some startup stuff. You know, I'm just, I, I just like it a lot. I'm kind of addicted to the startup ecosystem, but uh, I really appreciate that synopsis. Thank you. Yeah. Well, that's something that I love doing. I think uh, a lot of us don't highlight it well. I, I don't myself. I mean, my laundry list is massive and I try and shrink it down on LinkedIn so people don't know all the things I'm doing because they go, you can't do all that. Well, when you are invested as an entrepreneur, you're probably ADHD or hyper ADHD, which I will say I am and some of the people I follow are. And you're also a high performer and you certainly are that. You're not saying you're ADHD, but you certainly are a high performer. You're multi-focused, multifaceted and multi-talented. And, but the funny thing is it's all in the same ecosystem. So, you know, we should have kept going on that list. It's massive. 
You're, you're so young and you've done so much for the startup venture capital ecosystem. It's almost unbelievable. So this is exciting for me. I appreciate that, Patrick. What I'll say is like, it all feeds into each other. So like, if you're thinking about founders, you're thinking about investors, you're thinking about advisors, you're thinking about all of the things that come together to help mm -hmm. a founder be successful. And that's the amazing thing about entrepreneurship is you kind of have to be a jack of all trades and you can just drive forward with your vision, but learn along the way, all of these core capabilities. And so that's kind of like why it makes sense to pull all these pieces together. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with you. So we've had a conversation in advance of this and, you know, I've got some, a second thing I said first, and I introduced you and talked about all the crazy things you're doing, but second, some big things that I, I want to share and kind of make this announcement uh, and say thank you and, and very excited for it. But, you know, Danielle is starting um, something new and yet something very, very familiar to her. So, Danielle, I'm going to say welcome to the Altitude Accelerator team. And also congrats on your other announcement that we'll talk about as we go through this session. Thank you. I'm ready to take everything to new heights with Altitude. <laughs> awesome. Excellent. That is a great way. So we are scaling to new heights with Altitude Accelerator. This is the Startups Transform podcast. You know, we'd like to focus a lot on our clients and success stories, but we also want to talk about the people that are within Altitude. And that's why Danielle's here. This is a great session to have highlighting our EIRs, our lead advisors uh, like Danielle, of course. And, and Danielle, I believe it's happened now and we can actually make it. Uh, but Recently, you picked up a new title with Archangels. Is that right? Yes, I have co-founded and I am now the managing partner for Phoenix Fire, a women-focused fund within Archangel. That is awesome. We're going to hammer more on that a little bit later as we go through this. I'm going to poke you a little bit and say, hey, what made you consider to and ultimately choose to join Altitude Accelerators as our lead advisor? So to start off, it is an incredibly experienced team. Uh, I've seen Pam Banks work since I was at OCI, OCE. And so I really respect the deep technology focus, the incredible depth of support that they offer local startups, and the fact that it's an already established investor readiness program that I can support, amplify, and engage with in ways that I think will be super valuable for startups. I, I love that. And I think it's so true. I mean, I, I got involved with uh, Accelerator back when it was Rick Center, um, part of the team that had that whole approach to rebranding, color schemes, naming that was more appropriate. I love the forward thinking of everybody on the board and all of our EIRs hustle and hustle to help others. So I, I like your attitude about that as well. And, you know, very exciting to be on the leading edge of, you know, even just sharing our message and sharing what our clients are doing and, and with this podcast being part of it. But to continuously strive, Pam's leadership has been incredible, but continuously striving to find incredible new leaders like yourself and also finding those that may have a very special purpose or maybe a special purpose vehicle, uh, Phoenix Fire. Um, <laughs> so, so it's really cool. And I like that you called that out. It's very important for us all. But I'm going to dig a little bit into you and the things going on and asking you a few questions and then we'll get back to this. It'll all circle around again, but let's help everybody understand who you are, what you're doing. Um, you know, let's start with what's the most exciting thing that has happened to you in your life. 
most exciting thing. Well, I was pretty excited way back when I was five years old, living in Ottawa, making snowmen. And, um, and my parents were like, we're moving to Namibia, Southern Africa. And so I got on a plane. It was my dad and I first. And we flew to essentially one of the most desert <laughs> countries in the world. And I got to spend a lot of my childhood going on safari, seeing live animals, not a lot of winter. Uh, it took me until I was back in Canada at 18 for U of T to, to experience the winter again. But I'd been sandboarding, so I was well prepped for the snowboarding. Awesome. I like that. We've had that conversation already about Africa. I mean, I've been to a few spots in Africa and nothing like what you experienced. I mean, a month here and there for me on a mission trip is one thing, but to, to live there for most of your life and to come out and say, I'm going to U of T and I'm going to crush it in the industry I'm going after. I mean, that's, that's, it is exciting. Uh, also being a world traveler, you know, you've had a lot of experience that other people probably haven't had. It's probably helped you shape, you know, your decisions and thought processes in this ecosystem in startups because everybody's equal and fair. Anybody can start a company as long as they have a good idea and they have somebody like you to back it and help them evaluate it and make it work. I think that's cool. Um, how about charities or causes? You got anything that's got you motivated today? Good question. I mean, overall, my parents have worked for like very intensive, like famine relief for, you know, save the children and, you know, women's maternal health. Um, and so obviously those are incredibly dear to me and, and the fact that, you know, there's war taking place around the world and Ethiopia is in civil conflict and mm -hmm. won't even get started on uh, the other uh, current issues uh, globally. So I think the big piece for me is just like my drive came from seeing women's microloans be so successful in the returns, not only for the organizations that were providing those loans, but for the women themselves and the capabilities that they were able to drive their communities forward and also support their children. So I knew once I'd seen those types of projects that I was never not going to be passionate about it. And so um, it drives me every day to think about all the opportunity we have in a country like Canada, but what that can mean for global leadership, especially by women for women. That's fantastic. I love it. I like the uh, the whole sort of you are the example and you've lived the life and you've been involved in it from microloans, but by women for women. And the fact that you're the managing partner and you're the lead on this thing makes absolute sense. And when I say this thing, folks, it is the Phoenix Fund. And um, Danielle Graham is leading the Phoenix Fund with Archangels. And um they're closing more and more funds for more and more amazing women out there who are building businesses. And Danielle, I like that you called out the point that there's a massive ROI in investing in women for some reason. And I had another conversation with another entrepreneur who actually I have a session tomorrow, later on today with, but she's very clear. And, and so are you when we talk that women are a little more diligent, a little more organized, uh, they get very passionate, but they don't just fly by passion, which a lot of guys kind of do. We're, we're, we're wonderful guys. But we're big, dumb creatures. Let's say we're simple. And um, you called it out. You said the, the return on the investment for the microloans to women 
came back with such a massive, I might even say a gap over the guys. Yes, I'm shooting myself in the foot. But um, tell me a little bit more about that. Uh, what are you seeing with women-led investments? Great question. So overall, there's been a number of studies that have shown that for every dollar invested, you see a higher return with women in terms of revenue. So there was one uh, Boston consulting group where for every dollar invested in women-led teams, you would see 77 cents in revenue um, generated. But nice. then with men, it was around 30 cents. And so what you're seeing is a couple of different patterns. And so I wouldn't say that that's the norm. I would also say that the challenge is the fact that you have such little women representation, right? Mm. So you're still seeing, you know, two to 3% of venture capital dollars going to women entrepreneurs and even less at the angel stages. And so a lot of women have to bootstrap and, and um, manage their own finances for a longer period of time. And so re generating revenue is more critical to their survival. So right. even though you're seeing few with that challenge becomes, you know, greater prosperity and, and strength. And so I think the few women that you do see at those stages are outperformers, but we want equal opportunity we want an equitable opportunity to say, let's get more women involved. Let's enable all of that talent. If only a small percentage of male talent was being engaged in the tech ecosystem, we would see that as a huge loss. Mm. So I think that's part of the challenge is that there's exceptional people of any background, of any ability, of any you know, gender who are capable entrepreneurs and I want to enable that and I want to create an inclusive environment for top talent. Yeah, I, actually that, that part I love. Um, absolutely, top talent. I've always had this philosophy of, I don't care if you're green, have three arms, four eyes, whatever. But if you're the best person for that job, you should absolutely apply for it, get it. If you're the best founder that's out there, you should be that founder. And if you are that best person to get funded, you should darn well get funded. And you're right. There is um, an equality balance problem in many different ways. Just saying women in tech is one. In fact, I'm part of a sports tech uh, hype accelerator, actually. And, you know, it's really offside to steal from the Canadian hockey reference. It's so offside, it's almost embarrassing to me that we only have a couple of ladies that are in there as a CEOs and founders or founding members, co-founders, and they really need more. In fact, we have a couple that are very local that I'm good friends with um, over at Fan Saves. Uh, we've talked about her and uh, Shannon, she's doing great, but uh, a couple others as well. So I love that you're making that focus and, and calling it out. So speaking of that, I mean, I know it's got you a little bit excited. Why don't you tell me a little more about that thing, that fund that's got you excited? Um, what is the fund? What's your target? How are you launching and unleashing this thing for the women to take control of? Thank you for those questions. Yeah, well, so Phoenix Fire, uh, you know, has been a brainchild of mine for a year now and um, co-founded with Claudette McGowan who is a cyber tech executive, uh, extremely well known. But what people don't necessarily know as much about her is the fact that she's been investing in entrepreneurs for over two decades. She wow. puts her money where her mouth is. She is an extremely like dedicated uh, advocate for women, for people of color, 
We're both on the Coalition of Innovation Leaders together uh, against racism. And so she's the you know chair and I'm the women's pillar. And so we've been working so closely together through a number of initiatives that this just felt like the right solution for, you know, putting your money where your mouth is, understanding the gaps and trying to fill them in a meaningful way and enable that throughout the ecosystem when there's so many people who want to contribute, but mm-hmm. providing that access can unlock so much exponential potential. Wow. So that's amazing. The fact that we've got somebody that's running alongside with you, a running mate, if you will, that's got that much history and experience. And and, and I'm aware of her, by the way, uh, but a lot of people are not. Like she's kind of unknown unless you're looking for her or you know someone that knows her and and vice versa. Now we know you and you know her intimately and um, you've put this fire to get Phoenix fire out the door and she is right there behind you, beside you and and leading you in, in a way. It's kind of that that ideal scenario with massive experience. Not that you're not experienced because that list is massive, um, but that's pretty exciting. So if... Unfortunately, I'm not, and I may not qualify for Phoenix Fire Fund, uh, Phoenix Fire. But uh, if I was the ideal female to get involved, to at least attempt to get funded, how do I go about that? Who are you looking for? What verticals or categories, industries are really exciting you guys? Yeah, I mean, we've all so on top of uh, Claudette being my co-founder, we have two general partners. Diane Wolfenden, who is currently the chair of Equation Angels and has an exceptional track record of Mm -hmm. investing through Golden Triangle Angel Network. We sat on the board together and uh, she's seen unicorns and and significant exits in her track record. And then we have Thelzel Lee from Vancouver, who has been running e-funds for now. She's been part of these um, ecosystem angel investing for over 22 years. So this is crazy. Piece, yeah. And they all said yes to being part of this, you know, bold vision. And so as much as we have a bold vision, we expect our founders to have a bold vision. Okay. And so you can envision the types of businesses where it is that opportunity for a significant exit, that scale. We can help with international connections. We can support them through that growth. And we need to see the their vision and their opportunity. And also that founder and market fit. How deeply do they understand the problem? What's their expertise? What are they bringing to the table? And um, and do they have the ability to deliver? Because it's not just about the idea. It's mm-hmm. about the implementation. Yeah. And it's funny you mentioned fit, um, the opportunity, the vision of the opportunity. I find, and yes, this is me being a guy who's an entrepreneur, who's, I'm a diseased entrepreneur, by the way, as we all know. But um I find that guys look more at the quick opportunity. How do I get in? How do we maximize? How do we capitalize fast? And we don't always have the super long roadmap. We might have three to five years, but what's the future of that? Where does it go down the road? And I find that every female-led team that I talk to, they're going, no, no, we're running this thing until it explodes and then some, and we'll hand it down to the next generation of leaders that step up. And they think very differently. So I, I like that very much. And I'm just going to go back to something else. That team, you just keep mentioning name after name after name that is strong and stronger and stronger together. And it's just absolutely amazing. And I love it. And again, it's a female-led fund targeted towards females. 
And I'm going to call it out for those founders out there right now, ladies. You got to be bold. You got to have vision. You got to be hustling. You got to have a great opportunity that you can actually have application to a future. You can't just, hey, Danielle, I got a great idea. No, no, you got to have some layers and some depth to this sucker. And then you get in touch with Danielle and her team and they will help you with Phoenix Fire. Um, so, Danielle, I mean, Phoenix Fire, it's about a year old initially, but I don't think it's a year old, you know, you've probably been thinking about a little longer than a year. When did you think that you said it's time to start taking care of the ladies? Well, I founded Fierce Founders uh, about eight years ago. So that was the first female-focused tech accelerator in Canada. Um, I had been through the tech ecosystem myself. During my MBA, I co-founded a startup focused on water purification, utilizing reverse osmosis and UV filtration to put less water to sewage. And as I was going through that process, I was part of the Laurie Launchpad program at Communitech, and I was often the only woman in the room. It, it really wow. surprised me, especially after, you know, growing up overseas and putting Canada on a pedestal in terms of you know, women can do anything. And, mm -hmm. you know, we've got a lot of opportunity here. So to see that not reflected in my experience, I wanted to do something in Canada and I was comfortable with the idea of focusing on women because of my experience with women microloan projects. And so starting Fierce Founders was an early stage ideation boot camp to get people engaged, to give them access, to show them, you know, Communitech's not a scary place. <laughs> Come in and utilize the resources and they're there for you. Yeah. And you can't be what you can't see in, in a lot of cases where, you know, just being part of that ecosystem and that access and knowing like, how you can use data and how you can operate with different tech tools right. for the problem that you're trying to solve. Um, getting that exposure early on can enable a much more scalable, viable op business opportunity. And so that was where Fierce Founders was born and it's still going and there's all kinds of different iterations around Fierce Founders Uplift for you know, on an intersectional basis to be inclusive of wow. women and LGBTQ plus founders and to think about how we can accelerate founders over the longer term instead of just like a shorter term boot camp and pitch competition. So there's been a lot of iterations over the years, but it's it's great to see that it's still going after uh, kind of championing that in the very beginning. I love it. Your, your baby's got legs and it's still running hard, right? <laughs> Good. Now, yeah. a, a little bit of a spin. I mean, you're here at Altitude with us as well. You've joined the team at Altitude. You're a lead advisor. You know, what is that? Uh, I know it's really early. I mean, really early. But what does it look like, feel like? What do you envision as being the lead advisor that your role and you're going to do? How's that going to go? Well, I can already see with the team that they absolutely value diversity. And so I know that we'll be able to bring in incredible companies from across Ontario that need this type of support to level up. So a lot of times when companies go forward to investors, they're a little too early. They haven't figured out all of their documentation, their models, their viability. Mm -hmm. And so they, they just need that exposure. They need that extra iteration to say, Here's some advice. Here's some ways to finesse your kind of first impression with an investor because that's so critical. And so we have ways of enabling those founders to be more successful. So for all awesome. founders across Ontario, 
investor readiness can help them get to that next stage. Yeah, that's good. I was actually going to say, what do you see you doing? Uh, you pretty much kind of already hit it uh, in that. You summed it up. But what what are the things that you would really like to do? You personally, how would you like to impact some of our uh, Altitude Accelerator clients? I mean, we got 585 uh, listed startups in our ecosystem. Of course, we can't take care of everybody. We really try. But those who want will rise or level up, as you like to say, and they'll show themselves. So select a few maybe, but one day, what would you like to do and what would you like to bring to the table to help these startups? Well, it's surprising to me how much high quality uh, opportunity there is that's working really hard. And then all they need is like one connection or one opportunity mm -hmm. to really blow up. So for me, it's about building out that network and showcasing and uh, amplifying the companies. So a lot of it will be, especially post-COVID, when we don't have all of those networking events, people aren't able right. to get the same levels of opportunity. Well, it was three years ago, I was spending every evening <laughs> out in the tech ecosystem, three events a night, meeting everyone. But all those people are still out there and they're still looking for founders uh, yes. like the ones we have at Altitude. So... I can make a lot of those connections and enable those founders to get access to so many more resources and people who are also looking for them. Absolutely. And I mean, there are some great, great startups out there through our Altitude Accelerator ecosystem. Um, AltitudeAccelerator.ca or .com, you'll get to the same place. Be able to check out who we're working with, who our team is. Um, learn more about our lead advisors, learn about our entrepreneurs and residents, EIRs, you'll hear people say, uh, you'll learn more about our board and who's on it, what we're doing, as well as some incredible programs. So, you know, as Danielle mentioned, we're really with Altitude Accelerator, really trying to make sure that we level everyone up. We sort of come in, they've got an ideation and they can say, hey, look, I got an idea. Okay, you might not fit like the, the launch a fund and get networked and explode program, but you might fit our rev up programs, you might fit our market readiness programs, things like that. And these are all things that help people like Danielle and our EIRs actually find those golden nuggets, those diamonds. I'm going to say diamonds for you ladies who are kicking it off and founding, being founders and, and leveling up, but for the rest of us, golden nuggets that are coming and rising. So that way someone like Danielle can step in. Now, Danielle, if I was a rising company and I was female led, um, going through Altitude Accelerator, and I'm just, I'm market ready or I'm just in market. How would you engage or what advice might you have for someone like me? Great question. So it really depends on the company. And this is why a lot of the a la carte and like direct advisory and the level of experience that the EIRs have mm -hmm. is so critical to those one-on-one -on -one conversations. So it's not like you can just pull out a formula and say, okay, follow these steps and you'll be successful. It's always about, okay, where are you at? Where do you need to go? Who do you know? What do you know? And where can we off fill those gaps okay. and those lessons learned and all of that experience that has taught us like, do this to get there faster because I can see you spinning your wheels for two years if you're trying this B2C model versus just set up a good pilot and do a B2B model to scale. Like there's things like that that are just so quick that enable founders to see the path forward. And so a lot of it has to do with how are they presenting themselves? How are they thinking about their opportunities strategically? Because they're now 
the head of their own organization, they're now a leader. There's a lot that goes into building out that capability, especially over time. And so Absolutely. how do you enable that? You're not in an organization where you're getting professional development or executive coaching. So that's where the wraparound effect of experienced advisors and incubators provides such an important, like fills such an important gap. That's fantastic. And I, I like that as, you know, we get a little bit of leadership mentorship as we grow. And then we sort of come to that place where we just need a little nudge, that little network, that little connection. And again, like she said, there's there's no formula, folks. There's really no formula. We all wish there was a formula. Step one through 10 and you're a multi-billion dollar corporation. It's just not always going to happen that way. You might go one, seven, five, three, eight, ten. Um but it also it's has like to this, do, like, <laughs> it's a very it's funky ladder, <laughs> actually snakes and ladders. That's what I'm thinking. Snakes and ladders, you climb, you slide, you climb, you slide. That's the ecosystem. That's the world that we live in. That's what Danielle and I love. Yep. Altitude is a ladder. And absolutely. <laughs> yep, absolutely. And, and one of the things that we joked about when rebranding was actually the A is skyrocketing up. And one of the designs we had presented to us actually showed this sort of um, faded stepped type backside of the A. And we're like, no, 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 no. We only go up. We're not going down. We're scaling to new heights, make it a proper A. And that's what we ended up doing. So now it looks like a very strong arrow, A straight up to the top. Uh, you're an A-lister, you're going to the top, you're scaling to new heights, you're, you're flying. That's really what we're talking about. We climb and scale to new heights. And that's why we've got someone like Danielle coming on board with us as a lead advisor, because we need to step up our game or level up our game, we need to scale to new heights for our own team internally, as well as helping our clients, the startups to scale to new heights. And that's, that's a very exciting piece of it. And the experience you have, Danielle, is, is incredible. And one day I'd love to have more conversations about growing up in Africa, traveling the world, international schooling. You know, that's something that most people don't understand. They don't get it, but the experience you get from it is incredible. I know because we talked about, I got to live in France and England and Ireland and my trips to Africa and, and other places as well. And, you know, that international experience leads to something special internal that you cannot explain. And I think that may be specifically where you were throughout your life. Uh, I'm just reading into it, but I believe that's why you have an extra passionate oomph for the female founders because you saw women hustling everywhere to do what they had to do to get things done. And now you're seeing women in business doing whatever they need to do to get things done, whether it's taking care of their families, which we see all around the world, to taking care of their new families, the business and the members on their team, and making sure that thing explodes. And they're very diligent. They're very practical. They're very smart about the way they approach everything. Unlike us guys who are, you know, gun goes off and we run full speed. Um, we're a little different. Uh, we need help. We need more help. We need more leadership like you, Danielle, who is able to guide us a little better. So, hey guys, this is not just about the female founders of the world. Um, Danielle and her team obviously have a fun focus for that, but their brains work for all of us. So pay close attention to this lady. Get in touch with an EIR. Get in touch with a lead advisor uh, as you grow and scale. Um, Danielle, I mean, just in general... What do you kind of see going on in in technology today? Um, what's a hot trend that you see in tech? Well, obviously, there's a lot happening with Web3. 
And so you can't get enough of that. And then on top of it, the same patterns are happening again, where you're seeing women not participate as much in these risky new opportunities with crypto, with mm -hmm. Bitcoin, with opportunities to invest and, uh, you know, build their own NFTs. Yes. And so I think the opportunity there is to say, let's not repeat history. Let's get in, let's get to the forefront. And like, this is where I really appreciate all your comments about international experience because I just see so much opportunity and it's literally like an hour of conversation and you can get there versus a lot of deeper development work. And so when I see that opportunity, I'm like, this could be solved so quickly and be so massive. Wow. And I think that's where just a little bit of exposure, just a few extra intros, just a, a bit of encouragement. And I think you could see much more significant engagement in these net, net new trends and getting in early and taking those risks and recognizing that in some ways you're not only taking that risk for yourself, but if you succeed, then you're taking that risk for the entire community and benefiting that entire community by being in a position to do that. Mm -hmm. So I feel really encouraged by a lot of the initiatives to support women. And, and that's why I'm building a fund because I also see the opportunity to say, let's build a ton of different things. Let's iterate, let's use the entrepreneurial methodologies of lean business model canvases yep. and, and strategies to continuously apply that within every section of our lives and, and see what works. Sense. I think that makes sense. And that's that's very true. And it's it's so cool you bring up the crypto, the Web3 category, because I'm starting to see more of it. I spend a lot of time in that category these days. We have a, an NFT, actually, an NFX. People don't know what that is, but they will. Uh, an NFX project coming along. It's NFTs plus the experience th side of things, the utility of things. Very excited for that. But watching that, I am seeing and listening to, I was on a few podcasts this morning, listening and consuming um, some incredible women-led projects. In fact, you said community. The women that are leading those NFT projects are developing a community like none other. And it's unbelievable. I mean, Crypto Chicks is crushing it. Uh, you've got Boss Babes. They've got these two, just these two alone, you hear everybody talk about them. And you're going, what the heck? Um, I may have purchased a couple. Uh, I got daughters. I'm a big boy. Um, but, uh, you know, it's really interesting how those communities are so different than what some of the other guys are doing. They come up with some artwork. They maybe have some sort of utility, but maybe not. But the community is missing, right? So artwork and, and application is one. Missing out on the utility of it is one piece that could be a problem. But missing out on all three with the community missing is another one. There's women-led projects that are incredible. Um, there's one young lady who's doing all her own artwork in partnership with her father. She's 14 years old. And she sold out in less than a day 10,000 personally hand-drawn. So not just mimic replicated type stuff. And she is killing it as well. So there's amazing leadership, but their community is super strong. I like that about the way women-led companies are. They are more about community within and outside their core team. And obviously in the bigger community of the world, if you will. So that's pretty cool. Um, Danielle, I know I'm eating up a lot of your time, but uh, you know, I got to say thank you so much for joining Altitude Accelerator as a lead advisor. Congratulations 
on your position as the managing partner of this new awesome female-focused fund, Phoenix Fire. Check it out, folks. Um, we'll talk about how to get in touch with her in just a moment. And, you know, I appreciate all your insights and I look forward to more of them and another future conversation on Startups Transformed. I think there's a lot of things that people are going to love about the passion, the energy that you bring to the table and your approach with that international exposure, the women's focus. I think it's going to be amazing. Um, Danielle, before we sort of jump off here, what's the best way for people to find you or get in touch? Oh, good question. So I'm a big LinkedIn and Twitter person. So I would say, you know, Danielle Bruin Graham. So I use my mom's last name as my middle name, Bruin, B-R-E-W-I-N. And uh, on LinkedIn and Danielle B. Graham on Twitter. Excellent. And I'm going to call it out for you. Best place to find what they're doing, what they're up to. Archangelnetwork.ca slash Phoenix Fire. I love that. I want to say it again. Phoenix Fire. Folks, you got to check it out. Ladies, you got to get into this. If you've got a great startup, a great concept, a great business that's already making headways, I'm going to tell you one Get connected with Altitude Accelerator, altitudeaccelerator.com. And for those that love Canadiana, altitudeaccelerator.ca. Uh, listen to more of the Startups Transform podcast with me, Patrick McGuire. I would love that. But really, really, really check out archangelnetwork.ca forward slash Phoenix Fire. These are things that I think are critical in your steps to success, especially for these awesome founders that are focused on being the best they can be. Um, Sorry, guys, I'm not saying it's not just for you, but this one's all about the ladies. Uh, this is cool because this is being released. It's being recorded in advance, but being released on International Women's Day. So uh, happy Women's Day. And I'm going to celebrate it. I don't care. Uh, I have a, two entrepreneurial daughters that are doing their own businesses as well. So I'm very excited for that. It'll be a great day for us. And one of them's in the uh, baking industry. Start so. them young. Start them young. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We do. Absolutely. The one's got her own uh, baking business, if you will. And it's uh, it's doing really good. Um, in fact, I'm shocked. And uh, the stuff she puts out is amazing. But that's her focus in future to run her own cafe and uh, have her own shop. So very excited for that. I will be eating some awesome treats on Women's Day. So Danielle. Thank you so much for joining me on Altitude Accelerator Startups Transformed. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much, Patrick, for having me. Thank you for all the amazing shout outs. I think you've done more than justice to our programs and to Phoenix Fire. And it's just exciting to hear someone else use, saying the words and making this so feel so real. Well, I am excited for it. And that's why it's easy to talk about. We probably go on. Uh, we have a great rapport and connection. I love your energy. And and it really is. I love that women are getting that edge in funding and attention for startups and technology. So you're doing a great job. Keep at it. Thank your teammates, of course, all those awesome powerhouse ladies behind you and beside you, and uh, those that believe in the vision of Phoenix Fire. And thank you again for joining Altitude Accelerator. It's going to be an awesome ride. Thank you. I'm so excited. I'm Excellent. ready for it. <laughs> Excellent. Well, folks, thank you very much for joining me on Altitude Accelerator. I'm Patrick McGuire, your host with Startups Transform Podcast. And we just had a great conversation with Danielle Bruin-Graham, if you're looking for her on LinkedIn, that it's all about the ladies. It's all about female founders and Phoenix Fire Fund. So check that out. Thank you very much, everyone. Have a fantastic day. And I would say scale to new heights with Danielle and Altitude and the rest of the team. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us on Startups Transform podcast. 
You can subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. If you enjoyed the conversation, a rating or review goes a long way. Recommend the show to a friend. Find us at altitudeaccelerator.com where we can help you begin your startup journey with access to our workshops, advisors, and mentorship opportunities. Be sure to tune in for our next episode.